Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Today, I need to go to the doctors because I have a problem with my ear. Oh, yeah, oh now, yeah, I know, right? This has happened since like Japan. I don't know what happened. I think I honestly tried to blow my eardrums out, like try to pop my ears, and yes. I've done something. But there's like a rattle in my ear, which I can hear all the time. A rattle? Yeah, it feels like one of my eardrums is loose. And I'm hoping what it is is <laughs> okay. earwax, which is gross, but better it- than one of my eardrums falling out. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes. I'm going to the doctor today. I'm getting like a clean. I don't know. I really don't know. I've never. Oh, d- are you getting like your ears syringed or something? I think I am, and I've never had it done before. But really? Yeah, I've You'll never had it. I think it's awful, but I find it a little bit comforting. See, I find that about the dentist. Lewis was just talking about it in the news. I find like rubber, like uh, it's weird, but like a finger in a mm. rubber glove, like going around my gums yeah, for me yeah. feels like kind of nice because yeah, yeah. it like rubs past your teeth. It's rubbery, whatever. But I. I've seen them do it, like the injecting stuff into your ear yeah, and then it, having to pull it out. It's also, it's warm water, so you won't get like the shock of like it's cold and oh, everything. It's warm, okay. it's like room temperature, so it's not as much of a... This is going to be so bizarre. It'll be fun. I'm excited to see because I've never had it done before and it's honestly been a problem for a little bit because it's been on and off and it's been really bad for like the last month, but mm-hmm. this is not a thought I would have had, say, how old am I, 25 no, you, are, not, you are not 25. Uh, 20, sorry, 28. <laughs> <laughs> Three years ago it when is, I was 25. No way you're 25. Yucky. <laughs> Three years ago when I was 25, um, never would have had this thought. It's a thought I think you have after you're 25. Once you like mm. start to see, once you cross the hump day of 20s and then you're like in the slow decline to 30s, I think you start <laughs> thinking this. Okay. Where I... I'm very, like, I don't want it to happen at all, but I'm sort of getting my brain ready to have the doctor. Anytime, anytime I go to the doctors, mm-hmm. I now at 28, ready myself for the doctor to just be like, yep, that's your, this is just your life now. This is how you be. Yep. This is sort of it for you. <laughs> this is how you be. That it's like, is- I'm going to go in with like a sore wrist and be like, uh, I don't know, like I landed funny on it when I got mm-hmm. out of bed the other day. Like, can you have a look? And the doctor goes, yep, that's just your wrist now. And I'm like, oh, huh? And they're like, uh, yeah, you're old. <laughs> I'm expecting today to go into this, and then they're like, yeah, your eardrums are cooked. So, you're, yeah, you, you just, you'll slowly decline into yeah. rapid hearing loss. Yeah, exactly. So you need to stop and... listening to loud music. And I'll be like, no, no. Like, the way this usually goes is I come in here, I give you the least amount of money I possibly can, and you guys fix me, essentially, <laughs> like taking your car to the mechanic. Yeah. You guys, voot, 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 and I walk out the front door. <laughs> Good as new. Like, you, nothing's happened. You stick something in my ear, yep. or you give me a pill, yep. or you give me some sort of concoction that I down 10 mils of every four hours. And I'm better. Yeah. Not, that's your life. <laughs> I don't want that to happen, and now I'm really, really anxious about it. Because, like, I hear for a living. Like, what if they just, like, yep, your ear's going to rattle forever? I probably would just, well, man, what am I? I quit, but then what job? I just go and live up you, the mountains or something. You still have to hear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For the rest I, of your life. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This is just why. I don't like being responsible anymore. I don't like it because being responsible means you are responsible for stuff. That's which true. is the worst. <laughs> I'm the exact opposite of Spider-Man. I have zero power, which in turn means I have zero responsibilities. <laughs> just be grateful, I think, that this is just like a rattling in the ear. Yeah. As opposed to anything else. Like, I don't know, like, like, a, like, a, like a prominent tooth falls out. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not really what I want. I'm worried that also, and it's another thing that after you get past 25, that they'll check my ear and they're like, yeah, look, your ear is fine. 
uh, what's going on with your hand? No one on Earth's hand looks like that. I'm like, what do you mean? Are you guys meant to be ear specialists? And like, yeah, that's how bad it is. Even we know that's not what hands are meant to look like. I don't like going to the doctor, guys. <laughs> not, not at all. Best of luck to you, mate. Best of luck. Juice Mike filling in for Josh this morning. Ned. Yeah. The Logies were on Sunday night. And what I love to read after the Logies is all the behind-the-scenes stuff that we may not have seen in the broadcast. Yeah. Uh, all the stories from various people who then go on their respective podcasts because everyone at the Logies, I think, has a podcast. My gosh. <laughs> I, one of my favourite things is... I'm not going to talk about this for too long, but one of my favourite stories is apparently how someone from uh, The Challenge, that was a reality show, apparently, sure, um, was like, bought her own... Uh, general admission ticket to the Logies that retail for about $100 and then just broke her way through onto the red carpet to get photos and then sat with a general admission area. <laughs> That's sad. It's a very funny. It's like, how do you... I just don't understand. Because it's like, yeah, sure, do whatever you want. Who do, what do I care? You're not hurting anyone. And at the end of the day, that's all I really care about. But at the same the time, gram. it's like, how are you not embarrassed? Yeah. How are you not like, I'm not meant to be here. I've done something. Wasn't invited. And now my reality is setting in where <laughs> I go back to my actual seat. It's like, how are you not like going like, oh, that's not... That this isn't, a, this isn't a great look for anyone, really, but whatever. But that's not what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is um, Flex Mummy. Now, she was nominated for the Graham Kennedy Award for Most Popular New Talent at the Logies. Mm. She uh, hosts Love Island, and she posted on her Instagram story a lot of things happening at the Logies from her table, um, but one of the things that caught a lot of people's eye was the fact that she spied people on neighbouring tables with their phones up, like mm. resting up against glassware and everything, just watching the footy. Really? Just watching the footy. Just ca- making sure they're keeping up. They must have like they must have a bed on or something yeah. like that. Or I just cl- heavily invested or yeah. whatever. I, I don't know if that was like the table for like, you know, the various like sports journalists yeah. and the sports awards that would have been oh, there. Oh, yes. But at the same time, why are you watching? You, you, you are at the Logies. Well, it's TV's Night of Nights. It's what they Australia, say. It's straight away. Yeah, not very much not TV's <laughs> Night of Nights. There's, there's a reason that Americans. you don't see Brian Cranston at the Logies. Um, but, yeah, no, it's Australian TV's Night of Nights. This is meant to be important. Yep. The only person I would forgive is, as you said, and I hadn't really thought about it, is if it's a sportscaster who's like, you know what, i got to keep up to date. But at the same time... Don't. <laughs> yeah, you're clearly this. You can find out the results at a later point. Have someone fill you in on yeah. the important points of the game. If you're working, say the next morning. Exactly right. But it's also if you're working the next morning, don't go to the uh, Logies. Like lots yeah. of people didn't go to the Logies. Exactly. Especially if it's a hundred dollars to get in, and then you're just sort of sitting around. The thing they don't show you about award nights is how feverishly boring they are. Yes. Now, the the closest thing that we can uh, equate to this, with yeah. and equate to is radio has, the radio industry has their own awards. It's their night of a night. Yes. and <laughs> Certainly not the night of nights. We have been to them and they are long. They are many, many hours long. Up to like 90 different awards are given out. Yeah. And you are just sitting at a table waiting for more food to be dropped at your table. Yep. And maybe going to the bar. Yep. And it's also, depending on how late of the night your award is announced, it's managing, like, the drinks are free. Yes. But I can't drink... time spent is not free. I can't drink them as if they're free. Because if I, at the end of the night, end up winning my thing, it's going to be not a great look if I go up and I'm like, what's up? And you're sloshed. So it's like a very weird balancing game that usually makes the night last way longer than it actually feels. So maybe the watching of the footy on the phone is keeping them in check, is keeping their 
eyes and ears distracted yeah. from the fact that there is a probably an open bar. But then I would also just say, be better about it. Be sneakier yeah. about it. Like, you all work in TV. Be, find your angles. Find your cameras. <laughs> have it under the table. Or, like, have it in your suit jacket so you just, like... Open it up, and people think you just keep forgetting what the label of your suit is or whatever. Have you ever done that? Have you ever like been at an, at, at an event? Doesn't have yeah. to be an awards night, but at an event, and also at the same time trying to keep track of something else that's happening on your phone. I don't care about any sport enough to be an event at an event and like checking it privately. Yeah. That being said, I'm pretty sure I was like invested. I was like excited about when whatever Avengers movie it was was going to yeah, beat yeah. Avatar. I was like checking. <laughs> to see if it had crossed over, and that to me is sport. So I was like, ooh. Can I? I'm going yeah, to be yeah, completely you? honest here. Please. I was once at a wedding, and uh, there was an event happening mm-hmm. of the WWE variety. Of course it was, yeah. And I just had... Every so often, I would scroll through the social media feed to see what was going on, see clips and stuff that was going on, mm. but at a really dull point. You know, like after the ceremony, but before the reception and yeah. everything. Oh, my God. Everyone's just waiting around. I may have been sitting on my phone watching a live feed of of, of that. Yeah. This is someone's wedding, you said? Yeah, good friends, actually. Still or <laughs> not after this podcast comes out? <laughs> <laughs> Michael, I think... That a good way of diffusing a situation that you may find yourself in is by calling out the situation. Acknowledging the awkwardness, acknowledging whatever's just happened. The weirdness. Yeah, because it's like, I think at the end of the day, we are all pretending to be far less awkward, weird, probably to a certain extent seedy than we actually are. (laughs) I think we put all put on a very, like a very good mask. And then I also think that when we call it out of like, Hey, that was weird. Or like, well, Mm. that was a bit awkward. Wasn't it? Think that diffuses situations. Yeah. I do that quite a bit in like social settings. And I don't know if that's helping the situation or not. Like for example, if it's like, Oh, we, we are a bunch of collective people who have been, who are grouped together because we are all people who were brought to a party. Yeah, exactly. Right. Hey, this is awkward. We all don't know each other from anyone hey but that can kind of be a good nice icebreaker where you're like yeah. well we don't none of us know each other it's kind of weird so let's just like oh yeah what's up i'm ned and i'm mike and whatever yeah. but unfortunately i think that some people abuse the system and by like calling it out like their okay. tactic is to call it out to hopefully negate it but yeah. their undertones are still creepy i'm talking about trying to like pick up with someone or like hit okay. on hit on someone at a bar where you're like oh i know this is such a creepy thing to do but do you mind if and it's like no like, don't, don't you, say that it's creepy yeah you calling it out that it's creepy doesn't make it less creepy yeah what i'm giving both sides of the argument because of what i'm about to say up next i think is the second of the two <laughs> obviously i'm certainly not trying to pick up anyone very nope. happily in a relationship but what I am trying to do constantly is get a deal on Facebook Marketplace. You're trying to pick up items on Marketplace. Let's really change the verbiage because I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. As a single, Michael, I don't expect you understand. But yeah, no, let's that's say not my that- problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, what a lucky guy you are. But no, 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 no. What's happening is that on Facebook Marketplace, there was a yep. guy who I went to buy a shirt off, okay? Okay. I was driving to his house. This is... On Sunday. I was driving to his house on Sunday mm-hmm. and realized I didn't have the $40 that I was buying the t-shirt for in cash. Sure. 
you're oh, in, I, I mean, you're in the car. You could have just stopped at an ATM. Yeah, but I was like, I said that I was going to be there by like 11 oh, and it right. was 10.56 and I was like 10 minutes away from his house. So ah, I was like, not going to make it at all, but <laughs> certainly you. not going to if I stop over. Yes. But yes, good point. I said to him, I messaged him, now, if you are unfamiliar with Facebook Marketplace, and honestly, here's a good PSA a little bit, um, public service announcement. The way that a lot of people do, do scams on Facebook Marketplace is by doing pay ID. They'll ask you to pay pay ID, then they'll set up like a phoning account, and before that they can send the money to you, you'll get a notification that'll go like, hey, if you would like your 150 bucks this person has sent you, you need to send them $700 just to open up the dialogue and like open <laughs> right. up a form of sending money. That's not the case. You will lose $700. That's insane. But yes. that's what people are doing for scams on Facebook Marketplace. So if you see that, don't do it. Don't do it, yeah. I was on my way to this dude's house, and I was like, I'm not going to get money. What would be perfect is if I could pay ID him, knowing right. that that's a scam. Well, some people can use Some it people can use it as scams. Yeah. Exactly right. I messaged the dude, and I'm like, hey... And here's where the problem comes in. Here's where I tried to defuse the situation, and I don't think it worked. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you why I know it didn't work. <laughs> I messaged this guy and was like, I know that this is the way people scam people, and I know this is a little seedy. Do you mind if I pay ID you? Thinking that why would a scammer bring attention to the fact that this could be a scam? Yeah, not often do scam. Well, to be fair, sometimes scammers do say that, like, this is not this a scam. This is what I mean, yeah. yeah. And this is what I'm saying, that people use it to, like, they abuse this fact because if everyone was honest and nice, me saying to this guy, hey, I'm not scamming you, would be enough for this guy to believe me. Mm-hmm. But scammers, unfortunately, also use this tactic of going, I'm not a scammer. The guy was like, don't worry about it. And I just Aww. didn't get the shirt. Aww. He was like, hey, man, don't worry about it. He's like, I've, if you're not going to be here in the next 10 minutes, i got to leave anyway. And so I just lost the shirt and I seemed like a, ski- a seedy like, scammer to this dude. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Was it a good shirt? Well, yeah, I was going to buy it. I'm yeah, not, I know, yeah. but was it good? Like, it, it was. It yeah. was a good shirt. It was a shirt I actually really wanted, which oh, sucks. I'm but so I also at least have learned a social lesson of, like, yeah. calling out seediness doesn't negate seediness. It, that's, God, that's yeah. actually, like, very poetic of me. Put that on my gravestone <laughs> or something. Actually, don't put seedy on my gravestone. <laughs> not great say, for the grandkids. If there's one word to not use yeah. on your gravestone. Yeah, he wasn't seedy doesn't mean you weren't seedy. <laughs> Jo- uh, ooh. Oh, that's too early in the morning. Yep. Hopefully it's one and done. It's yep. the first break. So, Michael. Hi. It's a very, very interesting world is the world of marketing and ads and stuff. Mm-hmm. So much so that they made like eight seasons of Mad Men and all that was was just making ads. So as much yes. as as much as I think that uh, human beings are annoyed by ads, I also find think, think that we find them very interesting. When you can do them very well, they're very, very good. Um, oh, yeah. I know like so many... Like, so many ads are iconic. Yes. Like, I saw one that popped up in my TikTok feed the other day, the old anti-smoking one from, like, 2006. No Gary, no. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Right? Everyone remembers the theme. I don't even need to sing it, and everyone knows the the tune to it. Speaking of singing, like the... Yeah, exactly. We wouldn't have had that without ads. So, look, it's like, when they work well, they work really, really well, but it is, like, a very fine line, because you've got to have, like, things that work really well and strong parts of it, but you also have to have, like... It sort of all needs to work together. It's sort of like yeah. a soup, which is which really goes to show you how much I know about marketing. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's an ad that I've seen on Facebook that worked mm-hmm. until I saw the photo that they used with it. All right. What is the, what is the product? I'm going to go ahead and give the entire 
brand's name because I'm again saying it worked. I'm, this mm. is constructive criticism. I'm just trying to tell you what didn't work for me with this ad. And it's a Canberra-based business, so I'm feeling like <laughs> this is probably okay. more direct feedback than they've ever had before. Yep. But Flick Pest Control, which I'm guessing is just your another pl- pest control place. They yep. come and get rid of, I'm looking here, they come and get rid of all your pests, good stuff. They've used, they're doing some like, hey, winter's here and rats and stuff are going to get into your house. Okay. Have you ever had a rat in your house? I've never had a rat or a Me mouse neither. or anything in the house. No. I have been at friends' houses where they're like, there's a rat here. <laughs> Which is not good. My my friends had a rat that lived in the house for so long that they would like see it and not even be scared by it anymore. I'm not like scared by rats or mice yeah. or anything like that because I see mice and I see like oh mice they're, they're cute. Rats are a yeah. bit dirtier, but but I've all, but also I've seen I have seen in like an Australian rat, yeah. and I've also seen a New York rat. Yeah, New York rats are huge. They are they're they're, they're dogs, and it's also they are they're like small cats and yeah. dogs. Um, but it's like they're also like I don't know you really. I think it's like the fact that they are just like out and about on the loose and you're yes. like, I really don't want to get bitten by these things. But no. as you said, rats can be quite foul to look at. Mm-hmm. Not obviously the ones that you have in your houses that you own and you bought as pets. Those are beautiful. Yeah. I'm talking about feral rats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Flick have been like, winter is here, sell the rodents, don't let them cozy up in your home, let our expert pest control team handle it for you. Great. Also, all fantastic so far, so good. Mm-hmm. Then they've used a picture of a rat that is the cutest photo of any (laughs) rat I've ever seen in my life. And I immediately don't want to use the service because I'm like, oh, bud, you're just cold. Like, you're out in the... Can I I, I see the rat? You essentially need to show me the most mangy, rabid-looking rat I've ever seen in my life. This is like... That's that's got cartoon eyes. If if I found that rat in my house, I wouldn't call pest control. I'd get a little cardboard box and I'd I'd make it a little house. I'd give him a name. Essentially, you need to use Radigan from The Great Mouse Detective, (laughs) like that hunched-over dude who was like, yes. (laughs) Use that in your ads because if I know that that dude's in my house, 100% I'm getting pest control. (laughs) Yeah, very fair. Also, maybe don't even use a picture of a of a rat at all just use like picture of like you know a, like a pantry yeah. of all your stuff that has been like Perfect. ripped open and eaten yeah. through and it looks gross yeah exactly or make it more about the destruction more less less about the cuteness of a little rat nose and eyes and make it more about yeah rat poo and yeah, take the death out of it. <laughs> yeah, take the death out of it i agree take the death out of it i mean at a certain point it's gonna have to yeah, be it involved has to happen. it does have to <laughs> it's happen a fact of life. but i don't need to know about that in the end <laughs> Ned, I want to talk to you about a highly anticipated music release of this year. Mm. Uh, it comes from Travis Scott. Yes, that's right. Utopia, I'm guessing, is what you're talking about. Yes. It's the only album he's released this year. Well, yes. It came out, I think, last Friday? Well, like... On Friday? Yeah, one of those. I remember just like leaving the zoo and it being out. So yes. being like, oh, cool, great, fantastic, no worries. Yeah. Um, so it's been out for a week, yeah. and look, reviews are, are mixed. We'll put it. Yeah. We'll put it that way. Some are saying it's fine. Some are saying it's not good. No one's saying it's incredible. I think it's half great and yep. half really average. Okay. So that in turn, I think, makes it okay. Now, it's in- no for all of the Travis heads out there. <laughs> it's no Astro World. Okay, and yes. that's my piece about it. All right, <laughs> yeah. cool. Now, we don't play a lot of Travis Scott on this station. Almost none. We played a bit of Goosebumps and Correct. we played a bit of uh, Sicko, Sicko Mode, Mode. Yep. on R&B Fridays. Um, but 
what I will say is music critics are also very, they can be harsh at times. Of and it's, course. And it's very, it's, it's a hard thing to measure. And one of the more, um, prevalent music critics out there is the website Pitchfork. Yeah, that's usually what people like reference and quote when they're like, oh my god, this album got a 10 out of 10 or it got a 9.5 or whatever. Like yes. That's incredible. Pitchfork is usually very, very reliable. For some reason, they have pitted Travis Scott's new album, Utopia, up against a different album, completely different genre, okay. completely different target audience as it well been recently released this album or is it just i have looked into it it was this album was this other album was released two years ago okay so first of all let's take a listen to travis scott this is off his new album baby please get off the ground i like you better in the stands i upgrade my only fan it do it don't need a cam Right yeah, here. look, it's pretty average Travis Scott. It's, it's to be expected at this point. It's certainly there. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> you, Travis Scott fans are very passionate. So you are treading on myself up. I do mighty know thin ice. I do know that. <laughs> the album that they've pitted Utopia against in the review stakes is the album Pepper Pig, Pepper's Adventures, the album. Let's have a, a listen. A staple, of course. Let's have a the listen. The golden standard. Hey, hey, yippee oh yay, where shall we go today? Hey, ho, yippee oh yo, so many places we can go. I mean, they're both spitting bars. <laughs> I mean, Pepper does know how to make a tune slap. That's she sure. really does. Wow, I Pepper and Travis going bar for bar. Mm-hmm. I will say Travis's are a little bit more complex. He's like rhyming Stan with fan and stuff, and she's sort of like, hey, ho, where we go and, and stuff. Yippee-yi-yo. Yippee-yi-yo, and- where do we go? It's like you're not really flexing your brain fair, muscle, Pepper. <laughs> they are one track from each album. There could That's be an true. incredibly diverse release yeah. from, from Pepper Pig, but the reviews say that uh, Travis Scott gets a 5.7 out of 10 for okay. Utopia. Pepper's, Pepper Pig, Pepper's Adventures, the album, <laughs> 6.5. Mm. My question is, <laughs> what scale yeah. and what metrics yeah. and what criteria were these judged under? It does. It's what I said before. Art is so subjective, yes. but like... Who? Who is this better to? Like a four-year-old? Like, yes, Peppa Pig is entertaining to have on in the car while you're driving your kids to preschool. But, like, no one over the age of 10 is like, yo, you got to put on that new Peppa. That's going hard. There is a very, very small, in, if we're looking at a Venn diagram, yep. there is a very small cross-section yeah. of people who would who would have listened to both <laughs> albums in its entirety. I can and- tell you who it would be. Who's that? Kylie Jenner. <laughs> she's playing Travis Scott because it's her husband or whatever. And then Peppa Pig because she's got a three-year-old. She's, she's the only person on planet Earth who is like, these are both great. And then in that scenario, she rated Peppa Pig better. I absolutely think she would. <laughs> Michael, there is a product, a combination of products that is returning to shelves after going out of production in 2018. So a return of something... Very cool. ...pre-pandemic, which is kind of... Love those things. Exactly right. Yeah, just a, a bit of return to normality or a time before all of this. I just don't really remember this five years ago, and I think if I had of, I would have been like, what are we doing, guys? Like, 
Really? I just because it is. It's great. Don't okay. get me wrong. This product is fantastic. You I just think so it's doing too one. much. I know what it's combining is Maxi Bon. Love which it. I don't even. I don't like chocolate at all, and I sort of don't actually even like ice cream. But I love Maxi Bon. I, I knew about the chocolate. Thing. Yeah. I didn't really know about the ice cream. Thing, I love gelato. Is... I just don't like ice That's cream. Basically ice cream. No, but there's no milk, which is the part of ice cream I don't like. You're it's the like worst. <laughs> yeah. you're actually yeah. the worst. I like oat milk ice cream, but then at that point, what are you actually having then? <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know if I can continue. Yeah, I know. Like... I, it's borderline. What I'm saying is, yeah. I hate HR complaints. But uh, Maxi Bon, I really, really enjoy, and Krispy Kreme. They apparently in 2018 had a combination uh, donut that they were making, which is very good. A Maxi Bond donut. Exactly right. Now, this is fantastic. The things that they are touting is that Mm. it's it's obviously a a, a Krispy Kreme donut that has the chocolate outside on it like you would have. Like on a chocolate donut. Exactly. But I think it's more sort of like they're trying to replicate the chocolate on uh, the outside of a Maxi Bon. So, okay. So maybe a little harder or whatever. Yeah, like a crunchier shell kind of thing. Yeah, and then... um, the inside has the Maxi Bon, like vanilla cream or whatever. So, so like, it's not ice cream, it's vanilla cream. It's vanilla flavoring that tastes like the ice I cream. Mean, it sounds like a chocolate donut with cream in it. Exactly right. Which and sounds like it definitely already exists. 100%. <laughs> I guess this is the only part that separates it, is that they've also put a Maxi Bon biscuit on top of it. <laughs> so, like, on right? top of it is like the. Like the, like like the, the little holder disc. part. Like, yeah, the the thing that you hold. Yeah, you, so you not the ch- chocolate part, like the biscuit part of a Maxi Bon. There's just one on top of this donut. Just one singular. There's not one on the on the bottom. There's just no. one on top. I think there should be one on the bottom. That does make sense, but I this is my point. I think the biscuit's doing too much. And I get what you're saying mm. with if you take that away, it's just a chocolate, it's a chocolate donut, donut with cream with in vanilla it, vanilla cream in it. Which very honestly, it was probably the one they just they invented after they initially created the first donut. They were probably like, we could put chocolate on this if we wanted to. It's just it's default when you don't put jam or custard in it. I guess I don't know what my point is, other than it's when I'm looking at it, it looks like a mess. It looks like I'm holding right. a, a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> which again, I cannot state enough that this looks great. It just looks like I'm holding something that it looks like I'm holding a donut that someone accidentally dropped into an ingredient be- box of Maxibon and went, oh, crap. All right, just put it in the box and we'll, men- we'll pretend like no one ever saw this. Would it have been better if on the chocolate top, instead of the disc that is the biscuit top, yeah. that biscuit top was maybe crumbled on top? Yes, because they're putting nuts on it. There's crumbled nuts on top. And oh, I'm like, okay. when, where is that on Maxibon's? Because the nuts are in the chocolate of the Maxi. Oh, that's right, yes. of course. Yeah. They're not like this, though. They're not like a dunked one. What this boils down to is I've come into work today with a problem, a chip <laughs> on my shoulder, and I've decided to vent that in the form of donut <laughs> combinations, which at the end of the day is probably better than at a human being or something. So I'm glad I've got it out of my system. <laughs> And right now we're being a little mysterious. That's exactly right. We're playing the mystery mention. It's a game you call up on the phone, 131060. You ask either Michael or myself to leave. Yep. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> my, my lips were very much pursed to yep. say Josh, but Michael or myself to leave. Mm-hmm. While that person is out of the room, whoever is left will give you a word that you have to fit into a made-up story. It goes for, I don't know, five, ten seconds, whatever. Yep. Person comes back in. You tell them the story. If you can successfully hide the word... You win. My question to you, just really quickly, Ned. When whoever leaves the studio, which one is? 
this was Josh. This wasn't you. Why are you doing this? Because I love it Vanessa Amorosi. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, Vanessa Amorosi aside, this is not what this is. I also love her. I just don't like hearing it during this. And also, it's the person who leaves, I think. Okay, awesome. This is the problem. No, this, None of this. Michael, why have you done this? You've brought back a problem from last week. I'll tell you who's not a problem. <laughs> Monique. It's Monique. Monique from Harrison Hello. on 301060. Monique, how are you going this morning? Okay. That's good. All righty. So, I guess the question is, who would you like to leave the studio? I think with the um, Vanessa Amorosi, it's got to be you, Michael. Wow. So, I'm Mr. Mysterious? Bye-bye. Mr. Bye. Okay. Okay, now I'm gone. <laughs> Sorry. I just wanted to play it one more time. Sorry about all this, Monique. I really, I shouldn't have as many problems as I do if I cannot panel, which is press the buttons. All right, Monique. Okay, ready? Okay. Okay, it's just you and me now. I'm going to be very quiet. Monique, why don't we give you the word? Yeah. Can I give you the word fence? Is that okay? Fence? Like F-E-N-C-E? Yeah. Yeah. You're good? Yep. Okay, perfect. Here we go. Mr. Mysterious. Here we go. Jesus, I hate it. I'm delirious. I might quit after today. (laughs) Imagine that. Josh comes back and there's no Ned. (laughs) What happened? I just wouldn't stop saying Mr. Mysterious. All right, Monique. Hit me with a story, Monique. Tell Michael your story. So I was out with my son. He was on his skateboard. We were going down this magnificent hill. We had a beautiful view. And... He was going as fast as possible, speedy Gonzalez, and then all of a sudden he ran into the fence. And mm. I was like, oh my goodness. And I had to take him to the hospital and get stitches because he cut his head. Perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> well, not perfect. Also, is that story made up, Monique? Completely made up. Thank God. Okay, good. Then. All the parents are listening at home. Yeah. <laughs> just let out a sigh of relief. Um, Michael. I have a strategy with this game. I would love to hear it. And that is to choose the topic in which the story is about. There are a lot of words in there. Mm. Yeah. And a lot of different lot of different uh, th- I so I'm going to go I think it all started with a skateboard. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to lock in skateboard. Monique, mm-hmm. can yeah. you please reveal to Michael what the word was? Fence. Yeah. And I'll be honest, Monique, um, congratulations. You've won, obviously. That was incredible. Very, very well done. I will say um, that was essentially a 20-second story that went, uh, and then, (laughs) fence. And then you stopped for a second, (laughs) and I was was like, what are you doing, Monique? (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) But that worked perfectly. You nailed that, Monique. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, can't believe the last word of that was the mystery word, Michael. That's you're not difficult. to be blamed. You are not uh, a Mister Mysterious. Like, <laughs> yeah, you haven't been around for long enough to know. But yeah, if it had been that obvious to me, there's no way I have got it. <laughs> I will be Mister Mysterious again if it kills me. Michael, my mum, I love her very dearly. She is great. Um, I would like to hope so. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly right. I mean... (laughs) It is the goal. It is the goal to get them along harmoniously with your mother. It's Uh, not always possible, but... Yeah, I understand it's a lot easier said than done a lot of the time. Hell, it's a lot easier said than done probably for her 
and then also for me a lot of the time. But me and my mum get along very well. So those are kind of hard. Um, this is also something that probably will land for a lot of people in Canberra, especially you as well, Michael. Mm-hmm. But living away from your family can suck because you do sort of just fall out of the loop a little bit. You lose track of what's going on. Yeah, exactly. For like, sure. Instead of knowing about everything that was going on in my family, which was become quite tedious at times, mm-hmm. you sort of find yourself falling out of the loop a little bit more. Yep. Where when I call my parents once a week, they'll be like, oh, your sisters did this. Or I'll call my sisters and be like, oh, we went and did that. And I'm like... <laughs> okay, why am I finding about it after Afterwards. the fact? Like, this yeah. seems like pretty big news. Um, so you kind of try to, it seems sort of like disingenuous or insincere when you're just like, how are you? Or are you okay? Or whatever. Because you're like, it's sort of like you're just not, it's not fair to say you're not yeah. trying because you are. You're reaching out to see if someone's okay. But it does seem like you, if it's your mum or if it's your son or something. It's like, you know me well enough to be able to pick up signs and it's, telltale things. Yeah, how are you slash you okay is very entry-level questions, exactly. I guess. Yeah. You kind of you would need to like dig deeper if you actually wanted to get to the root of if you suspected that there was a problem. 100%. And it's like, if someone from work was like, hey, you're good today, you seem a little off at work, that would be fine. But mm. the woman who birthed me being like, oh, good champ, not really going <laughs> to cut it. Um my mum sent me a message yesterday. She was like, everything okay? And I was like, that usually, everything okay from my parents means that they're asking if I'm all right. It's not like, are you okay or how are you doing today? It's like on the show or something? Or So that's what I thought because that's usually what it is. And I've told my parents constantly, and sorry to shatter the illusion for anyone <laughs> who's listening, but the radio version that you hear of Ned is a... Uh, he is a far more exaggerated version than real <laughs> Ned. My yes. lo- he, Ned, the, real life Ned is a different yeah. beast. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, for example, I actually don't care at all that Maxi Bond and Krispy Kreme have combined to make a donut. I don't care you at all. You don't actually have strong opinions on But that. Radio Ned, <laughs> oof, does he, it's really ground his gears this morning. <laughs> um, so not that, because I've told my parents, if you hear me upset about something on the radio, chances are I probably don't care. What my mum decided to use as the litmus test uh, to see if I was okay was that since, what's today, Wednesday, so mm-hmm. yesterday she outreached out Tuesday, since Friday last week, okay, I've not gotten Wordle <laughs> correct. Sorry. Sorry, I just went and checked the date. Yeah, so yeah, apparently yeah. this is February 2022. That's correct. <laughs> You've not gotten the year wrong. It is 2023, everyone, gang. My mum and I still play Wordle occasionally. It's a, it's your thing. It's, uh, it's your I wish it thing. wasn't. I really wish com- <laughs> like just communication was our thing and having an open dialogue. But apparently Wordle it is. is um, I've not gotten it right since Friday. Like, I've legit expanded all of my six guesses. That's a Which is weird. Trot. It's that weird. Is, is, I, I mean, I, I, when I was playing Wordle, yeah. I think I only missed it. A couple of times overall, but to get like four or five in a row... It's bad. It's very, very bad. I'm on a dry spell and it sucks. You're in a flunk. Not, though, a dictation of how I'm feeling. (laughs) My my day, this is probably, as I'm saying this, I'm discovering what it is. It's because my mum's retired. So, like, the most important thing she does all day is Wordle. For me, (laughs) it's like something I do during Taylor Swift. I just like, yeah. ah, guess three words. Ah, it wasn't bread. Damn it, it's not frost. Who cares? We'll move on. My mum, it's like... two good words, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, frost <laughs> is my new word that I'm using a lot. Um, but yeah, for my mum, it's like the biggest thing she does all day. So maybe this is why she's like, you've not got... 
for her, if she hadn't have gotten it right in four days, she would be like, are one of my kids going to reach out because I am <laughs> having a real tough time of life at the moment. For me, I don't care. But I really don't like that we are judging our moods. My mood ring for my mother is Wordle. She she thinks that you've clearly got other stuff on your mind. <laughs> she thinks that you are not paying the undivided attention to Wordle. That yeah. it oh so richly deserves. Yeah, uh, clearly. Yeah, I am I should have replied, no, Mum, I'm feeling sad with three Ds, so it filled the five <laughs> letters that you need to do for Wordle. No, I'm doing quite bad, B-A-D-D-D-D. And she'd be like, oh, my God, he really is doing badly. If this is what he's using as examples, he doesn't even understand English anymore. <laughs> We're dealing with injuries yeah, at this yeah. point. Specifically brain ones, yeah. That was the Ned and Josh podcast. Podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Canberra's Hit 104.7.